Hey, it's Pastor Mike. I'll keep this short because I know you want to listen to today's message. You're here because you want to continue growing in your faith, and we at Time of Grace want the exact same thing for you. Just visit us at timeofgrace.org, and you'll find a ton of resources at your fingertips, like sermons, videos, books, devotions, our blog, and of course, more podcasts. See you there. We live in a world where just about everything moves at lightning speed, and that includes justice. One thing that leaves very little time for is nuance. When it comes to justice, that means that we are are very quick to divide everyone into just two groups, good and evil. You're either an ally for the cause or you're an enemy. You either side with the oppressors or you side with the oppressed. You're either on the right side of history or you're on the wrong side. Everything is black and white with very little time for any shades of gray. Because we are so quick to divide the world into good and evil, we're also very quick to assume that God is going to do the same thing. That when it comes time for him to deliver justice, he's naturally going to to round up all of his allies to have them right there by his side. And together with them, he's going to punish all of his enemies. Of course, if we understand what the Bible says, we know that we cannot just divide the world into those two groups of good and evil. Only God belongs in the group that deserves to be called good, and everyone else, including us, deserves to be in the group that is rightly called evil. That's probably what makes it often seem as though God isn't doing a whole lot to punish evil. It's not because he isn't acting. It's because when it comes time for God to punish evil, the only thing that he has at his disposal in our world, the only thing that he can use as his instrument is even more evil. Now, if that sounds strange, that's kind of the point. In fact, that was God's answer to this prophet named Habakkuk. This week, we're we're looking at this small but important book in the Bible called Habakkuk, and it's a book that starts out with Habakkuk asking God this question, how long until you do something about the evil that exists in our world? And here was God's answer. He said, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. So it's not that God was doing nothing. It's that God was doing something so amazing, so incredible that that it was hard to believe even if people knew what God was up to. God was going to use evil as his instrument to punish evil. He was going to punish the evil among his people by sending the nation of Babylon. He was going to punish evil with even more evil. In fact, this strange, unbelievable, amazing way of God acting isn't just something that he did this one time. This is how God operates. This is just what God does. In fact, this very verse is quoted in the New Testament in reference to the ultimate example of God doing this same thing. In Jesus' death on the cross, God used all kinds of evil. He used the unbelief, the hatred, the rejection, the jealousy, and the violence of his own people to bring about Jesus' death on the cross and thus the defeat of the ultimate source of evil in our world. So if it ever seems as though God isn't doing anything, if it ever seems as though he's, he's being too slow in administering justice, it's not because God isn't doing anything. It's because God is doing something so amazing, so incredible, so 
unbelievable that it's difficult for us to perceive, much less believe, even if we know what is going on. God is using evil as his instrument to punish evil. He's forcing evil into his service for our good. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, when we see evil running wild in our world, turn our anger into awe and our perplexity into praise. Hold Jesus' cross before our eyes and lead us to be amazed at what you are able to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.